You're listening to Jar Talk. Where the questions come out of a jar. But our answers come straight out of our ass. Let's pop this. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Jar Talk. You're listening to Jar Talk, where we punch you in the face with topics. <laughs> I'm going to use Very that. Violent. <laughs> yeah. So in case you guys are wondering why Adam sounds like he's so far, we put him in the basement. He's in trouble. He's in timeout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I should not have eaten that cookie without asking. I apologize. Yeah, right. It reminds me of um, the movie Office Space, where mm-hmm. they, put, they put that guy Milton <laughs> really far away just to kind of get rid of him. And they're yeah, like, in the basement. yeah, while you're down here, set the rat traps and that well, kind of stuff. I mean, you're in the Yeah, just put it together. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I love that movie. Seems about right. All right, guys. So, what kind of topics oh. we got today? Who's got, got one on the? I got some. I got some topics. Okay. Okay. Lay it down. Lay Better. Contact the union rep and say he doesn't have <laughs> yeah. topics ready. He didn't have the topics ready for us <laughs> to talk about. Um, formal, formal write-up. They call it. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about uh, when you go to a restaurant and you have to tip? Let's talk I about hate it. it. Let's talk about tipping. <laughs> All right. Here are my two cents. Oh, on this. here goes really. Okay. Because I already got something for this, man. Jar rant. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is <laughs> tipping was created during the Great Depression when you couldn't pay wages to waiters. And so waiters would come in, work for free, and essentially the people after they ate will leave you a tip, and that's how you took home money. Now – we're not in the Great Depression, even though we think we are. We don't need to keep tipping. What we can do are raise the prices of the food at these establishments and pay waiters and waitresses honest wages with benefits and full hours. We don't need to have 100 people trying to make tips all day. Give them better hours with benefits so they know a steady paycheck. If yeah. somebody wants, you can put, look, no tipping at this establishment. And just tell it flat out. Like, there are some restaurants in L.A. That's what they do. There is no tipping, and the prices have already been assessed in order to include extra money for the waiter and waitress. And I'm all about it. Yeah. I think it's just old. It's done. When you go to other countries, they instantly know you're American because you're tipping because no one else does it. Right. That's my two cents on that. (laughs) And aren't they allowed to pay you, like Rudy was saying, pay you under minimum wage because you're including tipping well that's like saying well I'm, i might get another 160 bucks with tipping this week oh. but what, what if you don't then i don't know how the, that the, works i think you still have to pay minimum wage i think that's yeah, still the rule you still have to pay minimum wage but that's the thing that's where they get you they can just pay you minimum wage and right. say you make tips well which, and also then you you are in, you are considered part-time Yes. So you don't you don't have to pay them benefits like you said. They're they're getting under thirty two hours a week because they're only working four hour shifts, um, and that's the that's the uh, compromise. But yes. there are some people though that love working f- for the tip tips. situation, or you know. So that's what strip joints are for. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's still some some possess- professions yeah. that there are that tipping is. Um, I, I think not necessary, but helpful. Like if you're, if your taxi driver does a really good job and tells you a lot of places and takes mm-hmm. you to an extra spot, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you throw him an extra five bucks for his yeah. concern. Um, I think it all depends on the labor. You know what I mean? Like when it's all said and done, 
I get I was a waiter, so I'm speaking from experience. But you guys who are out there who hear this and say I was a waiter too, come on. We're delivering plates to tables, refilling drinks, and right. taking orders. I mean, you're not the cook. You're not the right. bus boy dealing yeah, with but- all the crap and all that. And I know that they get cuts to some establishments, you know. And that's the other thing. So you're working to bring everything to the table and all that. But then you have to split your tips with everybody. Like, wouldn't it just be better to just pay everybody a better wage? Yeah. Then you wouldn't have to worry about that. And um, and you have to claim it in your taxes. So, like, right. every day you have to report what you made in tips. We right. all know you're all lying. Even I exactly. did it. Exactly. I mean, when it's all said okay. and done, you know, let's, I'm – fictitiously i made 50 bucks okay oh hey how much did you make i made 40 bucks you know right. like i'm cutting 10 off right but and if if the irs is listening uh Rui's <laughs> name is uh you don't know sean Hypo- sean white hypothetically <laughs> hypothetically you ain't got no proof <laughs> i was just i was just making up a scenario where yeah. i was a waiter um you ain't got well, no proof but also you're you're paying the minimum wage what is that for then if it's not for bringing food to the table and taking my order, then what is that for? You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you're getting paid to do something, okay? Mm-hmm. As a waiter, you take my order, you fill my drink, you bring me my food. Anything above and beyond that, I, what else would it be? You sing a song for me? You're, yeah. already, you're already doing a job that yeah. gets a pay for it. So you're like doing Ruby your says, job, yes. Just, yeah. make, just make it not minimum wage, go up from there, and um, then you wouldn't have to, uh, even if you want, tack on the 18% gratuity that they always do if you have a party of six or more. Just make mm-hmm. that the normal amount. And so yeah. no one has to worry about tipping. And don't even put it on there because it right. doesn't really matter. If you state it at the beginning when you walk in, hey, this is what we have. We have a, or let's yep. just say 12% gratuity added to every bill. Yep. I mean, that's fair. Even if you, and I feel like, more waiters and waitresses and hosts and busboys will be more collective in wanting to help and make sure the rotation of customers in and out is like a revolving door. Let's right. get them in. Let's get them out. It's on their dime. Most people yeah. that go to restaurants, they want to sit down. They want to relax for a little bit, but they get it. They want to get in and out too. Yeah. yeah. So I just feel like you threw, if you did something like that and, you, and that's how you did it, the 12% all went into a bucket for the day in sales – and everybody split that and everybody got a piece of that. I'm okay with that too. Right. Right. Because at least you know you're making more and it's better for you this way. Because there's no point in knowing, oh, hey, I need a hundred bucks, so I gotta work extra hard today. Oh, but then the next right. you know what I mean? Like right. you're gonna have off days and you're not gonna make as much, and then you know you're gonna be struggling. That month month is gonna be rough. Especially yeah. for, for me, the roughest month is February. Cause it's a shorter month, so it's always gonna be less on our paycheck. Yeah, and it's right after holiday, and no one's going mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think that people um, people would less likely want to be servers if there was no tipping involved? Meaning, probably uh, they would say, "Well, screw that. I'm going to try something else." Um, probably, but probably, because I know a lot of people need that fast cash. Like, it's like that's my they want cash in hand every day. Yeah, yeah, that that's my money to like do the things I got to do around the house right. or. Right. pay a few bills like right away and then you know like i had a buddy all his tips went into savings and all of his check pretty much uh went to- towards paying bills okay and he just kept saving and saving he only pulled out a little bit of, uh every wow. week i mean he was very disciplined the guy that's very yeah. i mean he was really good i yeah. sometimes i try to do that now 
but he did it at such a young age. He was in his 20s doing this, and I always wow. was like, damn, dude, you're a hustler. Yeah. Dude, good for you. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Shout out to Eddie, killing it in the game. <laughs> Remember, Eddie? Remember? Oh, Remember Eddie, me, man. Eddie? That savings is looking thick. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like listening out of a an old broken radio in the street and yeah. in, in a cardboard box <laughs> oh that was the good ah, old days good. he's doing <laughs> and, th- and then i bought that stock in my space and it all went to hell <laughs> <laughs> he's like saved all that cash and put it yeah. in amazon when it was only two hundred dollars now it's worth thousands <laughs> yeah like i don't i don't mind tipping when when it's when I like the person and I feel like they deserve it, but also we've, we've created jobs arbitrarily that get tips and some don't. So if you were to go in McDonald's, they do the same amount of stuff for me that a server does, but they don't get a tip. So they take my order. They bring me my food to my table. They clean up after me and uh, they're hustling behind the counter. Why don't they get a tip? So that's the thing is we've picked these, like you said, Rui, it's kind of a tradition that we've kept with in that certain uh, institution only. And it's it's kind of it's going to die out. And out of the norm stuff for tips, I only tip if something has gone above and beyond. If there was a recommendation and they f- it went through and it was good, like it was a solid recommendation, tip. Yep. Um, I, I'll tip extra if my drink is always full. Like if I get to the bottom of my cup and I have to look around – Boom. Right. That's a, right. that's already like you're starting to lose points with me because that's the one simplest thing that I always just need. Just right. my cup full. Right. And I, you, if you see it already halfway, bring another cup. Exactly. Just sit here when you're done. I'll come and get the other. Okay, cool. That's yeah. literally my only thing. I would have to say also hosts. So if you order food at a restaurant and you're going to go pick it up, when you check that bag, if everything's in there, utensils, yep. napkins, everything, that host put it together for you. Right. You should tip them. Right. Because they're probably expediting as well as, and they hardly ever get t- tips. And they, Most they sometimes yeah, don't they even get tips. Spending. Yeah. And you know what? That little bit of a tip might be the extra cash to make them even keep delivering better and better service. That's true. But when I was when I was a host at a restaurant, we would I would seat the tables and I would also mm-hmm. bust the tables afterwards. Yep. But um, no tips. We, but we were we were tipped out. But barely anything. Like maybe a, I would get like a dollar some days. Mm. But some days I could work really hard and I would be on on a really good level with like the number one waiter, you know, the one that has the biggest area. Mm-hmm. And I would I would make 30 bucks helping them. But that would be like a crazy busy day where we were like a busy team and we were working but, really well. And that's rare. But was it the wait, the waiter or waitress's choice to tip you? Yeah, it was their choice to give me See, any money. That's where at it's all. broken. That's where it's right. broken. Because if they're strapped, they're not going to help you out, and you made right. them all that money. Right. That's I had to. Sad. I had to be really, really good and really help them to make them make them kind of notice. Which I understand, but whatever. Here's Go an idea. Me. What if they considered doing like a pot? You know, everybody. You know, and percentage of hours, like ten percent goes in, and then at the end of the month, everybody gets bonus checks. Mm-hmm. Like we we collected the ten thousand. You worked forty hours. That's this percentage of what was produced for the company. Here's your bonus check for the month. Boom. I like, I like that, but you also then have to hold everyone accountable for the same things. So if one person is slacking, they might still get money, and everyone will hate them and hate their job. So I think people always kind of weed those people out. 
Yeah, like true. They, they, they don't won't, very they won't sit. They won't sit their section. <laughs> yeah. You sat them over here. And oh, I'm sorry. Maybe you yeah. need to get a little more uh, yeah. pep in your step, dog. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Joey. Or really, both of you guys. Say so you're, you're at home. You're hungry. You pull out your phone. Go onto your app for your favorite pizza joint or whatever. Order yourself a couple pizzas. I'm going to pick it up at 630. Boom. Before you check out, it says tip percentage. Are you tipping? For the pizza to go pick it up myself? To go pick it up yourself. You're gonna, you're, Sounds you, like I already did all the order. work. <laughs> you've done all the work yourself. All they're yeah. doing is making it, I, calling out your name when you get there. I just answered yeah. your question. I already did all the work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When, they, when they ask hate, for a tip like that. Um, right up front. You're that's like, like you walking up to the cook and saying, hey, thanks for making my food. Here's five bucks. <laughs> I mean, that's the concept <laughs> I'm realizing. You know, I, I mean, it, yeah, if it's that kind of place where I'm just going to get food, um, I have to have a really good, you know, like conversation with the person, you know, maybe they're really nice. Um, then I'll give them a tip, yeah. but yeah, it, it has to be a little bit more than just, yeah, that makes no sense to me. Um, like no. same with like an Uber driver there, they did their job by driving you to that place. But if they were a good company and blah, 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 they picked up your, they put your luggage in the trunk, that kind of stuff. Um, now, was yeah. Uber the company that started off where you didn't have to tip? Like, that was the whole thing? Yeah. I think it was Uber. Or was it... Um, yeah, because they, they were... Lyft. Because I think they were... One of them was, like, zero tip. Like, that's yeah. the whole thing. You don't tip. They were and trying... And they were like, with never taxi mind. Drivers. Go ahead. Yeah. Because taxi drivers, you always tip. And they taxi said... Taxi drivers keep the swoop on, the, on lifts and all that, too. Yeah. Like, they yeah. all dipped yeah. out of that. Yep. Crazy, oh, man. Yeah. So I think we answered the question. It's, yeah. No tip. Joey, no tip. Adam, how do you feel? I think we should get, get rid of tipping. And I hate the stigma of if you don't tip, you're a jerk. This guy's a yeah. jerk for not tipping me. Well, you're doing your job, okay? Um, so why should I be forced to tip you? And then people are going to say, well, then go eat somewhere else. Well, then get another job then. I'm going to say that <laughs> and play devil's yeah. advocate and say, then right. you get another job then. Yeah, true. You know, I, I did Postmates for a little bit when we were on quarantine oh, yeah. just because I was bored and I wanted to give it a shot. And you know what? Some people it's it's surprising who tips and who doesn't on what I would do. And like it wasn't anything of more of a like strap for cash. It was more of I was bored. And I mean, yeah. time is money. I, if I can make uh, yeah. some, why not do it? So I went out there and I would do some like I'd go get like literally I went and got McDonald's. From the, for this guy that was two blocks away from McDonald's. And the food, I want to say, probably looked about, I want to say, like 15 bucks worth of food. And, you know, like I said, I just picked it up and it took it right to his house. The guy tipped me like six bucks. Oh. And I, I really didn't wow. do anything, you know? But then I'll do like a Walmart pickup. And that's actually one of the easiest ones. If you guys are considering doing Postmates, you just park into a stall, you open your trunk, and they just come in and load everything in. Oh, you head cool. to that. You head to that location, and you know there was one one house I stopped at, unloaded everything, and I said, "Oh, where would you like me to put it? Oh, do you mind putting it inside the house on the counter?" Sure. Went inside, did all that. Boom, ten bucks. Wow. Then there was another person who asked for groceries, did the same exact thing, took it to them, no tip at all. Huh. But did the exact same thing, like put it next to the door, like they asked, all that. So I mean, am I mad? No, I'm mad. I mean, no, I accepted the job. It's it's like Adam said. The job is the job. You choose right. or don't choose. I right. choose to make either nickels or dimes and hope for dollars, but that is what it is. Right. It seems like each situation is unique. Mm -hmm. Like each yeah. situation, um, 
and it was you, what we were talking about. Situations are always going to be very right, tip. right. But you might so, you might think I deserve a tip for this thing, but the other person does not think that. Mm-hmm. It's all right. subject. It's all subjective. So you think you went above and beyond by walking in their house and putting it on the counter, but they think that's just the job. And so, and, and, and I, I knew exactly what I was doing when I did. Right, like I right. knew. And even Ashley, when I spoke to her about this, I was like, ah, dude, like I did this and I got no tip. And she goes, well, I don't think a lot of people tip on there. I think that's just kind of like if you felt like you did something out of the oh, norm. Okay. And I was like, ah, okay, okay. Because, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm brand new into it. Right. So I don't I don't know everything. And I've, I've kind of looked into things to see like, oh, how do you make more of a tip? But I, it's just I really don't care. It was yeah. more or less like, like I said, days off, got nothing to do. Right. You know, my daughter goes and does something for a few hours or goes to some uh, like to my to my dad's house. It's like, all right, let me go see if I can right. pick up a couple of orders and then head right. back and relax. Right. Do they pay you? Does does Postmates pay you per per um, order? Does it matter how much they have? Does it all vary on on distance or how does that work? Yeah, it works on distance and time. And then um, there's like an initial like, here's what you get. And then here's mm-hmm. the miles and mm-hmm. the miles are from the pickup to their house. So they don't care about if you drove two miles to get there. They don't yep, care. Right. About, they only care about the location of the item to the person's house. Okay. Okay. And I mean, like I said, it, it's really not a bad gig. If like you have extra time and I know that some people do it as an all day because when I was there, I saw some people throwing the hustle down. Yeah. Like they were like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Like they like, <laughs> I would need to drop this off. I need to get another hour. I need to come right back. You know, like, wow. There are people that like constantly just keep dropping in at Walmart and just picking up these orders because huh. they they add more money to those. Hmm. Right. That's interesting. interesting. But yeah, yeah. I think it's um, for a specific kind of person to yeah, want to like do I that said, kind if of you're just job. Just a side hustle kind of person. Yeah. Dude, do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do it. I'll tell you really. Um, when I work at a famous coffee food chain or a coffee uh, chain. Communist in a, uh, in a jar. Everyone at the end of the day, we had a bag of tips, and based on your hours, you get a percentage. But uh, Joey, you're right too. Like I could be like, you know what? Why should I even bother putting in good effort? I know I'm going to get tips because so and so is out there killing it and raking yep. in money. Yep. I'm going to get it no matter what. Um, but so that's how that's how um, that's how they did it. And well, it was, there's this kind of. So okay. what did you come on? So we we all agree tips is something that should be abolished. Mm-hmm. It should be abolished, and I should not feel bad if I don't leave a tip, um, you know, and don't be guilted into into giving a tip, because then it's just like, you know, like, oh, you're only giving 10%, you should do 12%, because they were really good. Mm-hmm. Now, really, if someone's like, hey, I'm so sorry, sir, I'm sorry your steak came out medium well, let me go back and take care of that for you, and then you get the, you get the bill, and the whole dinner's been comped, do you feel that you're going to tip more? Yes, I will, because yeah. if I so, feel so like... If the let's say I'm gonna throw a hypothetical, so the bill is fifty bucks, right? And the yeah. steak was twenty bucks. Now, right. if some if I complain, I said, "Oh, dude, they messed this up," and then they brought me back out the right steak and then comped it. Oh, I'm giving the I'm the twenty bucks are yours. Like that's oh, just how it's gonna work. Yeah. Like that's I was paying it, and you corrected yeah. it. Now, if they say I'm sorry about that, and then they comp it, I give half of what that was. So like if it was 20 bucks, I'd give 10 bucks because gotcha. she took it off the she did the right thing, so I'm going to do the right thing for her and she gets that money because she corrected it in the best way she could. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, you know, something like that. That's definitely fine, but um 
like I, I say, I hate, I hate being like when I'm up ordering, I walk in, like, let's say even you walk in, you're not using your phone. You walk into the place, you order your food, you get up to pay. And then the receipt comes out and it asks for a tip. I'm like, Duh. if I say no, I look like an ass. And, and, yeah. You know? Okay. So let me ask you guys something about, about looking like an ass and ordering food. <laughs> now, my thing is <laughs> you order a food, right? And I don't care if you like it a particular way. That's fine. That's you, right? That's your personality. Like you, you, you want a burger. I want a burger with cheese, grilled onions, no tomatoes and pickle and no pickles, right? No mustard. Now you get the order. There's no tomatoes. There's no pickles, but there's mustard. You don't like mustard. Okay. Now, do you wipe the mustard off and just suck it up and eat it? Or do you send it back? Cause you know, you paid good money to get what you wanted. I think it all depends on how I'm feeling at that moment and what kind of restaurant it is. So if it's like I already went through the drive-through, to it's oh too yeah, late. yeah 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 when it's a drive-through situation. But I'm talking about in a restaurant. Do you bring it to attention or do you just say ah, it's not that big of a deal? It depends on how I feel and how I think it's going to be resolved. If it will be resolved or not, it's kind of how I'm feeling. Like if it's um, I got a salad and I got the wrong dressing on it, I probably just eat it. But on another day, I might say, like, you know what? I'm, I'm feeling like I really want what I wanted to begin with. So I think it's a personal how I feel that day. Got it. So my thing has always been if you're at a fast food and you sit down, it needs to be right. Like, like I said, once you leave the establishment, it's done. You, you okay. kind of sealed your own fate on that one. Yeah. But, but I, I just feel like, you, I feel like sometimes we feel like it's, it's a bad thing to address the error. And we shouldn't because uh, yeah, we have paid a currency. We, you know, we worked hard, and it's not like my company said, "Oh, hey, remember I asked you to do this, and you kind of did it half ass, <laughs> so I'm only yeah. going to pay you half the money." Right, right. Like, no, they gave you the full amount. So when you right. order something and you say, "Hey, I want it this way," you shouldn't have to settle. You should be able to yeah. say, "You know what? I did give you the order. I was clear. There was no mistakes. You read it back to me. This this got messed up. I don't want to be a jerk. The problem but... is we're we're humans and we take things personally when they're not personal. Yes, and it's not even personal. That's I know you issue. didn't. I know you weren't in the back. I know you didn't put this together. Yeah. And you know maybe maybe you picked up the wrong order. Maybe the waiter, you know, there was two burgers and you just grabbed the wrong plate. No yeah. big. Yeah. Exactly. I, 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 I'm not mad as long but as it's, it's corrected. It's, it's all, all good. about how you. It's all about how people handle it, though, because they're so used to idiots being mad at the person who mm -hmm. didn't even make the order that yeah. then it becomes an <laughs> issue. So it's it's all about how you go up and you say, um, I usually phrase it in like, I can't remember if I said no tomatoes or not. Mm -hmm. Can you check if I said that or not? You know, make it, you know, kind of humble yourself a little bit mm -hmm. because I know that they're working and they don't want to hear a mistake even if it's not their fault it still sucks to hear that and they immediately go on the defensive yep so this is the one thing i've learned from being in a customer service world and I'll, if i could teach you guys anything it'll be this and our listeners too if you call in to complain about something and you're pissed make sure as soon as you unleash the gates of hell on this person you are to tell them look it's not you. I know you personally didn't do this to me. I'm just so frustrated about this because yep. it goes so far with the person on the That's other right. end that they instantly know, cool, they're not blaming me. They're blaming the company. I work for this company, so let me see if I can do something right. Because as soon as you turn it around and be like, look, I know I'm really upset, Samantha, um, but 
I know it's not your fault and I know you didn't do it. So I'm very sorry that I'm speaking to you in this way and I, that I'm very upset. I just want you to know it's not your fault. But, but that's this one is the that's situation. One, that's one out of 10 people that do that, though. But you got to, if everybody did it, you're going to get what you want. That's, that's what I'm true. trying to tell yeah. you. I do it all the time and I act super sweet. I get really pissed. Then I go super sweet, pissed again, super sweet. And then next <laughs> time, I'm getting what I want. And I think. Yeah. Just got to kill them with kindness, but you got to make your point heard. Yeah. And also, I I don't react well to emotion anyway. Mm. I want to hear the facts of the situation so I can address it as a manager or whatever position I'm in. Give me the information that I need um, a little more plainly than just saying you're mad. That that doesn't mm. affect me at all. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm I don't not know what mad is. Mad could be super mad or mad could yeah. be just like, eh. I'm, I'm not sympathetic <laughs> to that. It doesn't mean anything to me. You, your, your feeling right now is not the issue. It's what, what do I need to resolve and I'll resolve yeah. it. Um, yeah. um, and you know, we've all been in those kind of, those kind of positions and been on the other side too. And now we know how to it's just interact with people. Mm -hmm. Once you, once the the person hears you and realizes this is a human issue, this is something I could also have experienced. Put, and, you know, sometimes it's even telling the person, you know, put yourself in my shoes. What would you do then? You work for the company. You have more insight. What would you do? Most, sometimes, most of the, but most of the problems are sometimes just bad luck. Like there yeah. is no solution for it. So they, they come in and they say um, it was not anyone's really their fault, but mm -hmm. something happened to them. Um maybe a product wasn't available that they came in to buy. Mm -hmm. That's not really a, a single person's fault. It's like 10 no. people's fault. Yeah. So you, but you as the manager now have to take that as you have to say, I understand that that's frustrating for you. And I would be frustrated too, but there's really nothing I can do about it. I'll order it for you. It'll be here by Tuesday, but I can't make it appear magically in my hand right now. So Correct. you yelling, <laughs> does nothing doesn't make it yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, that's so, where you also have to find that if that's the only solution you know then it is what it is but sometimes you have to be persistent like so here's a perfect exact example i have frontier now i was paying a ridiculous amount with frontier and i noticed a commercial where it said no contracts 39 dollars a month and you can cancel anytime whatever whatever right so I was like, dude, that's a way better deal. And it was faster speed than I had. Yeah. So I call Frontier and I say, hey, I want to get that. Okay, let me look into it. Oh, you know what? That's for our new customers. Right. Well, that's for your new customers. So can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, can I ask you, why do you guys treat your new customers better yeah. than your existing customers? Right. The, the and they're just like, um, 20 years. They don't have yeah, an answer. But, well, you know, I get that. You know, I I. I I, I'm going to hope you get that, you know? Yeah. So the next thing you know, I was like, you know, obviously I know it's not, and I, I, like I said, kill him with, I know it's not your fault. Um, I just know that the only way we're going to resolve this is if I have to, I'm going to need a supervisor and it's nothing against you. It just means that I know the next step is speaking to somebody above you who might have more authorization. Right. Well, lo and behold, supervisor comes on, gives me this whole spiel of, oh, unfortunately this, okay. So once again, you want to treat your new customers better than your existing customers. Now, there's one thing I know about business is your existing customers are way cheaper than new customers. You pay yeah. a lot more money to have to start a new one. Yeah. So once again, yeah. So once again, why do you want to lose? And she 
She said, let me put you on hold. Came back, gave me the deal I wanted. And that's all it took. That's that's the thing, though. I I both hate that kind of person. You hate me? Yes, I both hate (laughs) you and I applaud you at the same time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, because I've been on both sides of that coin. Mm. And I hate when someone calls me and does that to me because they act so smug about it. They they make it they make it sarcastic like oh you don't but you don't treat me but, but, but that was the thing she started it first with she, with she admitted saying, she said oh, well you know unfortunately we can't and blah and I kept asking but I'm asking you why are you treating custom new customers better but than existing customers but obviously she's at a level where she doesn't she's not able to say that answer she's the lowest on the totem pole you you would have to talk to the the owner of the company to get that answer you know what i mean like she she's gonna say i don't know that's just in the script that i'm reading here you know, <laughs> you know what i mean They're, they don't know um if you well, own she, if you she own knew the enough store, to, to make it right <laughs> so well, she had the power once she you tried got to deter me once you got higher and higher yeah no 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 i went from the first person which you already know the first person is just you either want an account or no account right the second person has more authority, and that and that's where I got to. The second person, and all I explained was, look, this, this, and this, and then she, um, I would just want to get on this plan. And she said that I would speak to you. Unfortunately, this, this, and this, and then, and she just kept yeah. going and going and going, and which I said, is, I just don't is, understand your explanation. And so then... Is, but, the, but the explanation is, we are a business and we want money. That's the answer. We're not, why would we so give you... So you're saying it's money? better to lose money and know that I will leave and not have that customer than to just accommodate and make me the same price as a new customer? Right, because the because over the long haul, their business model is probably something that says, when someone calls and says this, say no. And maybe one out of 10 will be like Rui mm-hmm. and push it, push mm-hmm. it to the next level and get mm-hmm. what they want, but the other nine won't. So that's a really good business model because you're only helping the one person who complains. You're mm-hmm. not helping the other nine that didn't. So, but the thing about the one person who complains is that when they win, they tell their friends, "Hey, I got this great deal. You should go to Frontier," because I literally went to yeah. like one of my neighbors and said, "Dude, you should go to Frontier. I got a great deal forty nine, uh, thirty nine dollars, five hundred megabyte." And he was like, "Serious?" And then he tells me, "I told them I wanted that deal, and they said no." Right. So I I canceled. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, why it's do you so- think Frontier's rating is so low? Because everyone, okay, Rui had a great experience, but most of those people that Joey was saying are going to leave and be pissed. They yeah, told right. me, no, I'm not staying with them. Right. I'm giving them one out of five stars. Frontier's rating is terrible. People say they suck because of yeah. things like that. It's a, so so it's a be- terrible business model. Yeah, you have Shout to out know the frontier. <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you have to know both sides of the situation. Yes. You have yes. you have to be an aggressive customer, but you have to understand the limits of what you're asking for. You're still you're still dealing with a business that that um, has policies, but yes, which which is sad that you have to be so aggressive to get something that's basic. You have to get you mm-hmm. want the basic thing. You just want to pay a price that everyone else is paying. That seems pretty normal to me, but you had to talk and to they, a supervisor to get it. Well, yeah. well, the first person told me what you can do in order to get that deal is we can cancel your service now in three months. You can reopen. I'm like, lady, <laughs> why would I want to do that? That, that sounds, sounds like, like crap. The, the terrible trouble. Who do, to I find, who do I find for three months? Nobody. <laughs> hey, wait, can I cancel and you do me the monthly? 
and then wake up and tag it on? No, that doesn't make any sense. But it all resolves. I bought something on Best Buy, and then lo and behold, five days later, it was on sale for 100 bucks cheaper. So I went on, and I I hate talking on the phone. I hate talking on the phone. So I I chatted with the agent, and I was expected to get pushback. I said, hey, look, um, I'm going to do a price match with your own company. And I, I was expecting him to say, well, unfortunately, blah, blah. He goes, all right, 100 bucks refunded. You know, it'll be there in five days. So wow. easy. I was like, yeah. holy crap. Typically, yeah. it's about two weeks. Companies do about two weeks to a month. It's pretty much their return policy is oh, there. Sure. Um, yeah. Like, the company I work for doesn't do that. It's only within, like, two weeks. But other companies are within, like, their – because they know that the customer is just going to return it in – acquire another item like best buy knows okay well this guy's just gonna return it and then he's just gonna rebuy it again why would you have an item let's just give him the hundred bucks and call it a day it's weird though that that different stores have different policies wouldn't it you know what i mean like um a lot of them are just revolving doors on prices so like um they they don't have enough of Item. like so like best buy is a good example best buy they're always going to have those phones they're always going to have those tvs yeah. and those speakers and things like that where other uh vendors they may run out of like articles of clothes um oh well you know we only bought five thousand of it and we already right. sold five thousand of it right so we only we only or i should say four thousand nine hundred and ninety okay well then let's put the 10 on sale yeah and then you know, depending on when you bought it, if you're within those two weeks, then yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because, uh, yeah, like we always have sales and promotions and things. And so it, it would get kind of hairy and squirrely. So we, we really don't do too many price adjustments. The thing that really bugged me, though, was the fact that because um, I've been a store manager running mm-hmm. a store and the fact that I was given a lot of power but also no power at all. So if, if and a someone, lot of responsibility, right? So if, so if someone came in and said, um, "Give me my prescription for free," Ugh. right? I would. Yeah. I had. To, I can say. I'm say no. I'm sorry. They call my boss, and they say this guy didn't give me my prescription for free. He calls me back and says, "Give it to them for free." Oh, I hate so, that. That so, I hate. That's the kind of stuff that I dealt with for ten years. Oh was, no, I couldn't do that. Was no. not being not being backed up, and also not being just give me that power or don't give it to me. You know what I mean? Right. Give yeah. me one, give me a policy to follow, and I'll follow it. But if you if you make it wishy washy, where they can just cry to the district manager, and then, then you just give them what they want, exactly. Then, then I'm what, out. What's the then point? Don't, exactly. Then don't. So this is the give thing. Me anything. I've always learned that that was one thing that people always told me they hated and I try so hard never to do that. So what I do is when they give them their spiel and the customer says, I want to talk to somebody above you. And then I come into the picture. It's always my thing. I listen to everything they have to say. And then I already know what they already told them. They probably already told them no or something like that. So I will tell the customer, I'm going to do you a one-time accommodation. Obviously my sales associate already told you. And typically that would be the case. Right. I would say this. But I would like to de-escalate the situation, and I see it as more of a, we can take care of it. But just yeah. so you know, in the future, as my sales associate already told you, we will not do that in the future. Yeah, that's Because then great. It, gives the, it gives the employee the, like, thank you for having my back. But right. it also lets the customer know they weren't lying. This is the truth. Don't yes, do it again. Exactly. 
Yeah, they were. My employee yeah. was following policy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I, as a manager, am looking at this situation differently. And again, if you if you come in again and do this, mm-hmm. I will kick you out of the store kind of yeah. a thing. <laughs> because well, guess what? Isn't your member going to do that again, Joey? He's going to come back and say, hey, last month I got it for free. I'm just going to do it again. I, well, I think yeah, I've, because I, that's what's going on in that situation. I think I've had that happen yeah. before where they but, where they come in and they say last time they gave me they gave me 10 percent off because of blah, blah, blah. Well, then I have nothing to say because I wasn't there. I don't know. So yeah. I have to now make a decision. OK, do I do that again and set a precedent more or do I nip this in the bud and get in trouble? But the, yeah. the, comp- but the, the boss has never understood that we would try to stop that kind of stuff, that kind of abuse from happening in the stores, even like people returning things and, you know, the kind of little petty abuse that happens every day in the store, you know, misusing coupons and things, but they didn't, they didn't care. They're looking at the big picture, right? They're looking at, we made a thousand customers happy by giving them free stuff. And we got, we got numbers in the store. We got traffic, which means nothing because we didn't make sales that day because yeah. we returned $500 worth of merchandise, mm-hmm. but they don't look at that. And they say, why don't you making sales? Well, because we gave it all back to them because you said to <laughs> give it all back to them. So we're, we're, you can't fight with your own company. We're on the same team. Yes. We need to have from the top down, we need to have policies. And that's yeah. what I really appreciated about actually Disneyland. They're really good about uh, having strict policies that go from the top to the bottom and they don't yes, deviate from them. But there is still leeway because if you if someone complains enough, they might give them free tickets to come back to Disneyland. Um, so now people know all I have to do is complain and Disneyland doesn't want to say no to someone or whatever whatever place, Target or Walmart, doesn't w- want to look like an ass and say no. So they give it to them. And only there's only a few people that actually abuse that situation. But the ones that do really take it out of the morale of the people working in that store. Because mm-hmm. they see every day these idiots coming in, abusing the system and winning. Yeah. And it makes them really mad. And then they mistrust yeah. me as the manager. They mistrust the company. Yep. So it's a it's really a tricky balance to, try to, yep. try to have. And I, I'm going to tell anybody who manages teams or works in retail or any of that kind of stuff where you get customer complaints, you got to back up your employees. Because you know what? When you start showing that power behind them and yep. saying, look, I got your back. I believed in what you said. And I want you to know I do believe that what you told them was absolutely 100% correct. Guess what? They're going to keep spitting out that verbiage and they're going to call you less and less. Yeah. The, now, every time you don't back them up, then they feel like they have no power. So anytime right. a customer says, I want to talk to somebody, they just get somebody. They won't even try right. to diffuse the situation because right. you took the power away from the employee. Right. Put I, it yeah, back yeah. in their hands. I, Trust I, them. I made it a point to you tell hire them. them. Yeah. I made it a point to Don't tell them, them. I'm, I'm giving you the power right now to do this, do this, and do that. You don't need to call me for those things. Those are simple things that you can help a customer with and will look really good. Because if yeah. you call me, then it looks like a, it, it creates a scene. You don't need to make a scene out of it. If they have it a coupon for 50 down. cents and it didn't mm-hmm. scan, just give them the damn 50 cents. Yeah, it's, you're not, you're not going to get in trouble for it. But the problem is they've been in trouble for it before because yeah. there's inconsistent managers and there's inconsistent policies. So one time they give them a 50 cents and they get a write-up for it. The next time they don't. So now they're scared. So you have to really be consistent. And it's yeah. hard because managers change every few months. So yeah. now a new person comes in. So it's this <laughs> yeah. losing battle of... Um, you know, training people and having them follow you and having them be your team, but also uh, dealing with their different personalities. But 
I, I also, like you said, Rui, saying that kind of stuff in front of the customer and in front of that employee is really helpful as well by saying, I, I know you interacted yeah. already with Sally here. Here's what happened. Um, Sally did nothing wrong. I just want you to know that so that both people feel um, validated. Yeah. And I think yeah, it's just absolutely. important. It's as soon as you don't back up your employee, you take away all their power, their power. Yep. And they feel like they, they, feel like they can't. They feel like nothing. So guess what? They're going to call you for guess what? Nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for the littlest things. Oh, this customer wants to return uh, $2 earrings, but she has no receipt. Yeah. Um, what should I do? do it. uh, it's $2. Just do, Just do it. it. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I feel like a lot of times these people, it's, it, I shouldn't say these people. It's, it's just more or less like, it's not out of your pocket. It's, it's the companies. And so yep. just set a kind of president dollar and just say like, look, anything under this, you know, just take yep. care of it. Let's move yep. the line along because yep. calling me up here for it. I, I get it. If it's a habitual person and it's like, Oh, Samantha, how are you? You're back again. Right, you, right. Like you got, uh, uh, we you got $600. Well, <laughs> we can talk about this. Exactly. Like we had this conversation before, you well, know, it's also like, um, I don't know if you guys, you guys have all worked in places where there's shoplifting going on. So yeah. dealing with my, my employees, yeah. what's that? Shoplifting and like the systems they have yeah. now are just all. Yeah. So the, the, the problem was my employees wanting to be like police officers. I say, you're not hired to be a police officer. Just let them walk out the door. I don't care what it is. Do not put yourself in any kind of danger. Do not confront them. Nothing. I don't care. Whatever they're taking, just let them take it. And everyone wanted to be their own little detective and figure out, oh, I, well, let me see the camera. I want to see how they got this and that and that. I don't care. Just, just let it go. It's not your money. But again, like we said, everyone takes everything personally. They're stealing right. from me. They're stealing from uh, my paycheck, you know. I think we have, a, we have a sense of pride of where we work too, you know? Um, oh, true. So really? it takes us like how, yeah. Okay. Um, a sense of pride of where you work too. Then you're like, oh, you're stealing from, from my company. You know, I, yep. I love this company. How, how yep. dare you? Yep. But you're, you're right. They do have to, um, they do have weird, weird things going on about their return, um, return policy and whatnot. But um, I had a story. Um, we close at, at seven, say where I work. Okay. We're going to say seven. And it's about 7.10, um, someone drives around through the exit because the entrance is blocked off through the exit to come get their stuff. And I say, hey, we're closed. Well, right. the guy flung his door open and came charging at me saying, this guy just left. You know, I said, well, he was in here before 7 o'clock. And he said, I came in here before 7 o'clock. I said, no, you didn't. I, have, I, have, I blocked the entrance at this time. We have a set time. We're closed. And he, came, he, he said, how can you let him get gas? And I said, because he was here before you. And he says, I want to talk to your manager. Okay, it's 7.10. I got to be out of here by 7.30. I'm like, all right. So I call, I call on the radio. I need a manager out here. Well, manager and supervisor come out here. I'm going to tell you two things. The supervisor, what he did, and the manager. The supervisor, or the manager pulls the member away and starts talking to him. The supervisor pulls me away and says, you know what? You know, next time it happens, just let him in. He's, he's like, you know we're going to let him in anyway. Just let him get gas. I said, oh. I said yeah, but what if, when do I stop? At what point do I stop? Right. Okay, I let him in. Oh, here comes someone at 715. Right. I'm still here. I got to let him in. At right. what point do I stop? Yes, well, you exactly. Know. You need to back the employee up. So here's what my manager did, which I was very surprised he did. He said, okay, we're going to let you get gas today. And the guy is arguing with him saying, I came in here before. And, the, and my manager said, we're going to let you get gas right. today. <laughs> yeah. And he's still trying to argue with him. He goes, listen, 
I'm going to let you get gas, but I better not catch you in here after this time again. Right. And Good. it was very, very stern. And the guy was Good. like, okay, okay, thank you. And, and I didn't let it bother me. I mean, what, that's what that you want to do. Fine. Let, you know, I'll get a little overtime. No big deal. But, sure. but the, the, at least, the, at least the, the customer now knows that he cannot pull that with any one other person because he was told, Dude, I, do, I don't want to catch you in here after 7 o'clock good. again. Good, yeah. good, good. That's yeah. the right thing to do. That's the way to that handle it. That is the absolutely yeah. right See, thing. But he, my supervisor is saying, oh, just let him in. No, because there has to be a closing time. No, I have to be able to go home. Yeah. I mean, line. You have to you set a president rules. line. And you got to be able, because you're right. That person comes in. What's to stop the next person and the next person? And then you're, right. well, it's 730. Uh, bye, guys. Lock up yourself. I'm out. I, yeah. My shift's over. I, I did what you told me to let him I in. was always dealing with, um, is it, it's a business. It's not a charity. It's, mm -hmm. it's not something that's, we're here for, yeah, we're providing a service, but there are limits to the service. You know, you, you right. can't, like you said, you just can't come in at three in the morning and start, start pumping gas. Um, <laughs> so I think, I, but it comes back to people's expectations. We're, we're expecting so much out of everything. I want Walmart to be open 24 hours. Yep. I want the prices to be low. I want the lines to be short. Yep. I want there to be a cart available. We're expecting so much out of this. And you have Preach to understand. It. Preach it. <laughs> you have to understand <laughs> that it's just people working a job, right? They might hate it. I mean, you can tell them to get another job, but, you know, sometimes we just don't do that. Um, so, oh, okay. But you also have to be, you have to, I think it's just a matter of being a more thinking more um, moderately about things. Everything is not black and white. It's not, you know, you have to think of the side of the business, the side of the customer. There's a lot of balancing that has to go on um, because it's just anarchy after that. If you don't, well, let and me Rui's tell you about right something. Too. Oh, go ahead. Adam. I was going to say Ruby's right too. It's all about how you approached it. Had the guy come out, softly and gently instead of throwing the right. door open and charging me saying, right. Hey, look, bro, um, I'm on E. Um, I, I know, I know you, you gotta, go, gotta go home some, somewhere, but listen, man, can you, can you get me in? Maybe I'd let him do that, but they, right. but coming at me and I'm like, Whoa, he's going he's gonna to punch me in the face. Exactly. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's you threatening. Came out it the wrong way. Well, here's a perfect example today. Okay. We've opened up, right. And we opened up last right. week. Oh yeah. And it has been crazy lines capacity. I, I'm, I'm at the door constantly doing oh, capacity man. tracks. Right. And we open the, we open the store at 10 to let people come in um, who are vulnerable and the elderly. Right. Yeah. So I'm letting people in. This lady comes up to the door and she, I open the door and I'm like, I can help you miss. And I can tell she's not elderly and she's not vulnerable. Right. And she goes, um, yeah, I just need to make these returns. And I was like, yeah, unfortunately, we're opening the store at 11. So if you want to just stand around. No, you know what? I came Thursday. I came Friday. I came Saturday. Oh, you had lines, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm like, okay, miss. And she's like, I'm trying to make, okay, miss, 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 <laughs> miss. I just kept saying miss, cutting up, miss, 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 miss. And then she stopped. And I was like, okay. So like I said, for the vulnerable and the elderly, I unfortunately cannot let you in. These people are here to be safe. And I'm not going to let someone in who just is having a bad day and wants to do like, I literally was like, I'm sorry, miss. I understand that you want to come in, but I have the vulnerable and the elderly in the store. And I unfortunately cannot let you in because you do not meet those. So you can wait in the line or you can come back at another time, but I'm not letting you in. It, you know, these people who are vulnerable and um, elderly are trying to avoid 
yeah. other people. And you, you just think you can just barge in here, Karen? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I get it. Hashtag white lady problems. I get it, dude. But just get the hell out of here. You know what I mean? Like, you can come back any day, okay? Right. You, you can mail it in. I, I don't know how many other options you have. There's plenty. And you coming at me and telling me you're going to miss your yoga class, I really don't care. You know? You, <laughs> You're going to miss your yoga. Are there, are there even yoga classes, lady? You're lying to me. Dude, I got lied Finish to you. By, by two people today. That lady and the second one was, I need to use the restroom, but I'm in line. And there's a long line, right? So I said, yeah. okay, can you wait right here? And she was like, okay. She's thinking she's sneaky as hell. I go pr- grab somebody off the sales floor. Hi, can you walk her to the restroom? Oh, I love it. She I goes, love it. Okay. So she goes, she's going to take you to the restroom. So the next thing you know, the employee walks her back out. She's getting it like going to get in line. And then I turn around and I'm like, did you have another question, miss? And she goes, um, yeah, I found out my mom's in there. Oh, your mom's in. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the back of the line. And there's a ton of people waiting for you. So you're not going to try to get out of this line. I'm sorry. Right. right. She was just like, okay. Uh, I was like, sorry. uh Unfortunately, by letting you in, I'm looking at all these people. You could be mad at me, but all these people will be mad at me if I let you in. Right. But it's not fair because yeah. you're just trying yeah. to find a way to get in without waiting. And unfortunately, yeah. I'm not about that. So I'm sorry, miss. What, it was what just is like, the sense of okay. entitlement? I don't know. These people, I, I don't get it. Okay. We've been locked down for three months. Here we go. Rui's rant. All right. Here's <laughs> you ready? Yeah, it's baby. Locked down for three months, people. If you think that now everything's opening up and you're going to get front of the line access, you got something wrong up in your squishy brain, dude. What's <laughs> wrong with you? And then they're thinking, what? You think this is Disneyland? You can get some sort of fast pass? Nah, right. dude. <laughs> These are the lines. You don't want them? Lock yourself up for another two weeks. Yeah. Let things calm down. Then go about, so- go about society. But do not think that you are some special person who gets to f- cut the front of society's line. I'm right. sorry, not happening here. Go somewhere right. else. Really? Do you ever get done. this? What? You ever get this? Well, I spend over $2,500 every week in your I store. Give a so shit what you spend, dog? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what you spend. $2,500 and shut up your ass right now, and I could care less. That'd be the epic show. I could care right. less if you spent 50 in there and 50 up your ass. I right. still am not going to let you do whatever you want. You're not special. You're not better than right. a, that's almost saying because you have money, you are right. better than everyone. Else. That's I'm exactly sorry. It. I yeah. care less. We are all equal. We are all the same. Do not think you are going to be better or above someone because your wallet is thicker. No, yep. sorry. The back of the line is there. Yep. Do you think it's <laughs> our, yeah. do you think it's our duty then as uh, managers to teach people manners or should we just be, um, do whatever the manners. company says, or, or I mean, like um, at least reprimand for bad behavior, or should we just bow down to things? Because I, I always, I always struggled. I always struggled with. Do not um, bow down. I think you need to. If if you are going to compromise, is the word I like to say, where you like to meet in the middle and you're kind of going to assess the customer and say yeah. you're going to give them what they want. But if I'm going to give you what I what you want, I'm going to give you an educational piece going forward. Okay. Like, this will not happen, this, this, and this. I'll even, to the point where I'll, 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 I'll log it. Like, we have a logging system. And if that's the case, and I feel like you're an abusive person of what our company is about and what we do for, for customers, and you feel like you can always kind of abuse that, then yes, why yeah. not? Yeah. 
Well, just, I, I think people need to be educated. Otherwise, there. like that girl that came up to Rui in the beginning, she's probably been let in before. Oh, you got something to return? Okay, miss, why don't you go ahead and just don't yeah. tell anybody. But go. I bet you that it's happened before. That's not our first time. Yeah. So it, now Rui's saying, you know, and it's like, it's like uh, you told me no. How dare you? You know, Rui, Well, you my know, thing is, lady, you had so many excuses on the tip of your tongue that I already know you're full of shit. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. That's we'll the finish one, your Starbucks and go in the back of the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one thing is that, like, if you can humanize with me and actually yeah. give me a valid reason, like, look, I wouldn't do this. I am coming to you. I am very sorry to, like, press you with this. My mom has cancer. I'm trying to get to the hospital to do chemo with her. Believe me, I'm not going to lay this on you and try to burden you with my whole life. But yeah. it's what I'm dealing with today, and I did not expect this. I'm really sorry. Then I would say, give me a second. Let me see what I can do. There's right. no guarantee I can do anything. Right. I could probably tell her, look, step over here and let me talk to you real quick. Yeah. Hey, I'm. We open at 11, but secretly, I'm going to be opening up in like 15 minutes. Just hang tight. I'll let you in. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'll give her this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There but you I'm go. Not gonna, I'm not going to let her cut in front of her or get in early because, like I said, the vulnerable and sick are currently at the register. I'm but, not going to have you going around and everything. So when we I open hate, to the public, hate, I'll let you know that we're going to open a little bit early to the public. Yeah, you give them something yeah. for being nice. But I hate the fact that we're able to haggle like some kind of Moroccan yeah, I feel like bazaar. I, mean, I, really hate, I hate that. How people... It's how, our human, how, it's how, our human, it's our human nature. How some it people can, can get out of a parking ticket pull. and yes. some people can't. Yeah, and it's all about that, how you pull on those heartstrings. And it's because, it's because we're dealing with humans, even though the job might be cut and dry, like you parked illegally, you get a ticket. You know, there's no way around it. But there is because there's humans in between that. There's humans yeah. that are that are dealing with that. It's not a robot laying down the law. So, um, so I always resented the fact when people came up to me and tried to pull at my heartstrings to get something. I would immediately shut down and immediately um, not want to give them what they wanted. If someone came up to me and was a little more, um, I guess honest about it cut and cut and dry about it and said like yeah. i know this is not your policy will you let me do this no okay instead of saying like this and that and this and my mom and my dad and my sister well, i me, don't care it does nothing yeah. let me give sorry, you an guys. example too sorry um that's okay um okay if your if your membership expires at um you know and they say hey look i'm just i just i, I need to get some gas you know my membership just expired um our policy is if it prints a receipt, that means you're expired probably over a month now. It's time that you'll get it renewed. So you tell them you have to go inside and see member service. Well, they don't want to. They're only here to get right. gas. So right. I will let sometimes, okay, look, I'm going to let you in. But I say what Rui says. You know, I like that a lot, saying I'll give you this one-time courtesy, but it will not happen again because this, yep. this receipt means that you need to go get that taken care of. Oh, yep. Okay, okay, okay. I don't care what they tell me. After. Oh, I thought my mom took care of it. Well, she didn't, and you need to tell her <laughs> to take care of it. Right. Um, but when I have people to say things like, can you – you're a grown ass man. Take care of your own Costco card. Yeah. So, but then I have people say things like, um, "Hey, can I use your card?" Like, just come up to you. Hey, can I use your card? Oh, why? <laughs> well, because well, mine expired. Okay, how long ago? Well, like two months ago. No, I'm not going to do that. That's yeah. abusing the power. You've been told yes too many times. Right. I'm sorry. You know, and then they get that whole thing. Well, I spend you know four thousand dollars a month here. Well, right. then you should have had your renewed months ago if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. You should have pulled out a fifty dollars of that. 
<laughs> you should have spent three thousand four hundred and blah blah blah, right. so that you would have had the remaining balance to buy, uh, get renew your membership. Right. I did I, have, people uh, will try anything yeah. to get a free to get a free buck. You know what I mean? Of like course. when I worked at Disneyland, some guy tried to show me um, his ID that would say he was part of Michael Eisner's team or something. I was like, I don't care who you are. You're not getting in front of the line at Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, he goes, he goes, I'll tell Michael Eisner you're doing a great job. But he was like, he like tapped my shoulder and was like really sincere and like, thank you, oh. Adam. Not being a, a condescending jerk, but I said no to him. And he was like, all right, all right, I'll, t- I'll tell Michael you're doing a great job. And I'm like, I don't care who, who you are. You hey, did you tap weird. him on the shoulder and say, hey, don't worry, I'll tell Walt Disney you're doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell Mickey you're doing fine. <laughs> yeah. I love this guy. <laughs> When you go you pick up your paycheck, from him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you so, didn't let him be the front of the line. Go to hell. <laughs> I had one situation I wanted to tell you guys. I, I did feel for this guy. He ordered a pair of shoes. The tags said the right size, but the shoes were the wrong size. And he came in. He was like, look, I just want to return these shoes. You guys shipped me the wrong shoes. Yep. Um, they say this, but they're not inside the shoe. And I felt so bad that we had to tell him he had to wait in line. Oh. <laughs> and, and, like, he was like, are you serious? You guys mess up, and yeah. I, I'm punished for it? And I, like, and I told him, look, but that's, I, I get yeah. it. I'm really sorry. That's the thing. So it's I, not, I did it's tell not, him, if you can yeah. call it in, they'll send you a label for free, and you can just mail it back, and you'll get your credit, and you don't have to wait in any of these lines. And he's like, I, I just don't think it's fair that you guys made a mistake, and... I'm like essentially being punished for this. And That's, I yeah. really felt for the guy because I felt like the right thing in this situation would have been to just say, hold on a second, give me your receipt, give me your shoes, stay out here, and I'll just go do it real quick and bring you your copy of your receipt. Yeah, but businesses thing that I credit you do. Businesses aren't perfect though. So yes, mm-hmm. in the perfect situation, yeah, you would do that for him. But mistakes happen and people don't understand that. They think Okay, a company as big as whatever, McDonald's or Apple, they should be streamlined perfect, but they're still not. There's still going to be things that come up that are going to be bad, Um, and we expect perfection from them. We expect to go into McDonald's and get um, this thing, and it should taste this way and look this way and cost this much. Because, And you know why? Because we've worked hard for our dollars. Right. Well, also— We value the dollars, so that's why it's like— I demand it to be perfect, but you're but right. Also, you are Mc- right. We're not Mc- perfect. We're humans. But McDonald's has also shot themselves in the foot because they've told us when you come in here, you'll be happy and it'll be a perfect situation. So they've, they've set the expectation for themselves, but they can't follow through. Kind of like when Disneyland, they say your dreams will come true when you come into this park. So we've set the, we set the customer up to think that and then they come in and they have to wait in line. That's immediately juxtap- <laughs> juxtaposition to what we've already told them. So why are you telling them yeah. you're, you're, you know, you're, this is the happiest place on earth. Don't say that. Just say it's a pretty good place. And yeah. then people will be less... love lines. And it's the happiest place on earth. <laughs> the longest place on earth. Yeah, the longest <laughs> lines on earth. Disneyland. Then... <laughs> you guys like going to Disneyland? <laughs> <laughs> and then people come in and go, oh, I only waited 30 minutes. The commercial said I'd wait an hour every time. I guess this place is pretty good. Look <laughs> well, Disneyland. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, Disneyland. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's happening. <laughs> 
It's average. Mediocre. At least, at least we're not not very farm. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs>